What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 14 of the Track Record Podcast. I'm your host, Chance, and this week we have a special guest because I know you guys are tired of solo episodes. So this week I have a buddy from class. He has a lot of interesting takes on a lot of things, um, pretty unconventional takes on a lot of things, and which I appreciate because I'm tired of hearing the same shit every single time I talk about something. So uh, welcome my good pal over here. Hi, I'm Donovan. Donovan what? Just, I just go by Donovan. Donovan McGoldbrick? McGoldrick. I try McGoldbrick. <laughs> go by no. McGoldbrick. Dude, I'm trying fire. to do the, the, the mononym kind of thing, kind of like the other Donovan, but it's spelled different. So I'm gonna The say. other Donovan? Yeah, you know, Sunshine, Superman, Mellow Yellow. Uh, no. You don't know about Donovan? No. He's not great. Like, he's pretty <laughs> generic, middle-of-the-road, psychedelic rock, oh. but, you know. Okay. He's uh, Give him a listen sometimes. It's not bad music. It's just okay. not my style. I will. And Donovan, every week I start off the podcast with a week in review. So tell me what you did this week, uh, this week, this last week. Or <laughs> yeah, it's because it's Monday. Yeah. Um, last week, lots of class and stuff, but I just shot a music video over the weekend. That was pretty cool uh, with a local country band, Biscuits and Gravy. Uh, not really my style of music. It's just kind of like bar music, but yeah. um, went down to Jeff City with some bros, some people I uh, recently met and worked with on a 48-hour festival in Kansas City. And uh, there's some really cool locations in Jeff. We had this warehouse all to ourselves. This is the biggest place I've ever shot in. It was completely empty except for a couple of dead birds. That's nothing a broom can't handle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we shot in a couple of locations. It was the smoothest shoot I've ever been on. Like, really? We were all on the same page. And Cordell yes. produced and directed it. Cordell's one of our friends. He's one of my co yeah. both of our coworkers. Yeah, he produced and directed the whole thing, and he okay. did a really good job. So, so it's it a good time. Yeah, Pretty yeah. Good time. It was a lot. It was fun. Yeah, I got closer to some guys that I never really worked with before. And, and how long was the shoot? It was uh oh geez probably like actively shooting probably nine hours. That's not too bad, yeah, really. But set up and tear down. I mean, it took us basically the whole weekend. Yeah. We got there on Friday, did a bunch of planning stuff, and then Saturday we shot from 10 to 10. Was the log shot too muddy? Because I know Cordell was, like, adamant on this log shot by the river. Uh, No, no, though. It wasn't too muddy. I don't know. I don't really like shooting outside very much okay. right now because yeah. I haven't quite figured out the sweet spot for it. But yeah. we tried to hit the golden hour, and we got there early. But there's just this massive tree line because we were shooting by the river yeah that just ate R- up an entire it. hour that we had planned for and it but i think we got some good shots that's good yeah. and then is cordell gonna edit it yeah cordell's supposed to i talked to him today he's trying to have it done by the end of the year so oh sweet yeah, that's he's cool. a busy guy but and then my week um besides class this weekend i was also in jeff city oh really but oh, that's right. we went to the missouri state penitentiary for <laughs> your headphones are so tall. They're jacked. Yeah. Uh, we went to the Missouri State Penitentiary for an overnight ghost tour. Um, although I didn't see any ghosts, it was super creepy to be in there. Like insanely scary. Was it creepy because you were just like thinking of all of the ramifications of, of just the human suffering that took place, or is it just very dark? Well, in in some of the places, you felt like super, like kind of like almost sad to be there because yeah. it was just like you know what like the people. Like, you kind of got to experience what they went through, but yeah. on a super, like, minor scale of what they had to deal with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, so for some of them, you would go up, like, and they'd, like, make you get in the cells. Oh, yeah. And it kind of just made you feel like a scumbag, like, kind of like a piece of shit. Because yeah. it was, like, somebody, like, literally had to suffer here for most of their life because of the decisions they made. And now I'm here, like, kind of exploiting that by, like, going on this little, like, tour thing. Yeah, and that's kind of what I meant, yeah. But it was 
it was fun. I would do it again, I think. It yeah. was it was like a really enjoyable night. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And it was really creepy to be in there with zero lighting on. Uh yeah. we went down to the dungeon at one point and you're literally <laughs> like under the ground in a hole and it was terrifying. That's super weird. But you're with a group of like 25 people. Yeah. So it's not like if I was there by myself, oh, I would have no. literally not a, I wouldn't have done it. No, there's no way. You couldn't but catch me in a dark hole alone. We didn't we didn't like see anything. There were a couple times though whenever they would, they would like ask questions and like you'd hear knocks way down the hallway hmm. and they would let people go look and there's nothing down there. Hmm. So that freaked me out. I swear I heard a couple screams. We they like put us in these like old neo-Nazi cells. Hmm. And like I heard screams. We were there on the anniversary of the riot too. Uh. So that automatically added another another layer of fear to my my psyche. I was going to do like a knockoff ghost adventures thing like the whole time <laughs> with my phone. But then when I got out of the car, it got super real. And I was like, nah, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm kind of freaked out right yeah. now. Because walking up, it literally looks like a castle really? with barbed wire all the way around it. Shoot. Dude, it's like scary, scary. Like just the outside of the buildings look insanely creepy. So yeah. like you automatically get intimidated when you walk up. And then to even get in the building, they had to um, open like this like they press this button and this huge barred door just goes and like opens up and then they got in and my mom was like, Oh shit. It just got super real watching them like have to press this barred door, like this button to open it. But it was fun. I would do it again. We didn't get back till five 30 in the morning. Oh wow. Yeah. Then I woke up and watched the chiefs game and that's about it. Jeez. Yeah. It was an experience though. It was fun. (laughs) It was a lot of fun, but that's about that. Yeah. So Speaking of the week in review, there's been a lot of uh, news in the music, in the music world <laughs> this week. Um, starting off would be Kanye and Chance the Rapper announced their collaboration album. It's titled Good Ass Job, which is not a surprise, being that they've both hinted at a project named this. Uh, do you have any thoughts or maybe hopes about it? I don't know if you're the biggest Chance the Rapper fan, but... When it comes to Chance the Rapper, for me, he's almost always better to me as a feature I've okay. I've listened to his stuff, you know, his solo stuff, and I like it, but there's something missing from, like, for me, it's almost like he can't carry a whole album. It's personally. I know he's a lot of people's favorite rappers. Yeah. Deservedly so. He's insanely talented. But, like, if all he did was features, I'd be You'd probably totally be more inclined to listen. Yeah, and the same thing, it's like, I have the same thing with Nicki Minaj. Like, they have two legendary features on Kanye tracks, mm-hmm. but when I kind of go off and listen to their solo stuff, I'm not always as impressed. You're kind of bored? You yeah. You feel bored with it? Yeah. Okay. Because he almost seems like he's got that gospel thing, which I like, yeah. but it's 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 not quite as varied as I, I think I'd want it to be. So you wanted, you would want him to sound a little different, be like pushed a little bit to sound yeah. different? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what Kanye is going to be really good for him about. Oh, yeah. Because he, so. he pushes everyone to kind of step outside their box and do some really uncomfortable things, I'm sure, yeah. musically for themselves. Um, but I'm pretty excited for it, honestly. I've liked everything he's worked on this year, so yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it would be any different. If he just strips everything down, if he strips down the production like he's been doing, I mean, he didn't really Except do that on Kid, Monster. Yeah, Kid, Kid C- Ghost, Ghost was was, soup, was really crazy. If he strips Chance down to like a bare bulb, I think that's going to be the best way to go. Oh, go really? About it. I think if he overproduces, not not that it. I mean, he has a couple of overproduced tracks, but if he overproduces it, I think it's just going to do the same thing to me. I think it's really going to turn me off. Okay. But if he bare bones it and shows like Chance has a natural, almost like a personality that just comes through on everything he yeah. does, and if he just does something simple that just lets his personality come out, as opposed to being like, "Hey, check out this dope beat," yeah. 
check out Chance the Rapper. Yeah. I think that's So you I want mean. him to like showcase his skills more rather yeah. than being drowned out by the production. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good way to look at it because I think a few of my favorite Chance songs are pretty stripped back, like instrumentally, like Summer Friends yeah. off uh, Chance 3. Mm-hmm. That song is amazing, and it's like the most basic, yeah. basic feeling instrumental I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can agree with that, actually. That's a really... Really cool. I've never like thought about thought of that honestly, because I'm I've always been a pretty good like a pretty big fan of Chance. Yeah. I didn't like the four singles he released earlier this mm. year or like a month or two ago or whatever that yeah. was. I thought they were pretty eh, but I don't know. I'm excited to see. I hope he grows. I hope I can see growth. Is what I'm like most like. Yeah. I want the most. That's what I'm I'm looking for. Cause like Acid Rap was fine, and then I kind of just fell off with them, and I listened to all this stuff. I just never really none of it really caught me as much as I as I thought it was going to after you know hearing everything yeah. else he had done so yeah and another transition into another kanye record that's been announced uh yandi, yandi. a mixture of yay and gandhi uh, announced for 929 saturday it doesn't matter i think friday or saturday listen we don't actually know <laughs> if it's an album though but he put out the cover art i'm assuming and it looks like a mini disc with a purple sticker, yeah. aka Yeezus Two. Yeezus Two. And if it's anything like Yeezus, your boy will have the day of his life. Yeezus is my, I think it's my third or fourth favorite of his. Oh, it's my first. Is it really? Yes. I don't want to take away from the week interview, but that's that's controversial to me. Really? Because I mean, Yeezus gets a lot of. Are we allowed to cuss? Yeah, I don't care. You can say. Yeezus gets a lot of poopy. He <laughs> <laughs> okay. just gets a lot of shit, and yeah. I I don't I get it. Uh, I know it gets the it's dated thing a lot, but I wasn't listening to rap during that time, okay. so I don't get that it sounds dated. Yeah, I think it has some of the best beats, some of the best samples, some of the, I guess the raunchiest kind of lines from Kanye. Yeah, it does. And I when he goes gross, he goes super gross, yeah. and I love it because it's just so bad. I think Jesus is just wild Kanye. Yeah, like. It's the no holds barred Kanye that like spazzed out on every track, and to me, Jesus is an album with zero unskip like zero skippable songs. No songs are skippable to me. Yeah, I listened to it when it first came out in thirteen, and I hated it a lot. Yeah, then I listened to it like a month later, and I was like, oh my god, I get why people hated it because they didn't understand it at that yeah. point. Because that album, the production on it was just like everybody's it's like, wild. what the. F- on site, the opening track is literally like uh, it's it's one of the best opening tracks yeah. on any album ever. I I can agree with it's that because it literally like statement. it sets the tone for the album yeah. and completely blows your mind. Like I don't even know that yeah. song's crazy. The opening line, "Yeezy Siege is an approaching." He's telling you what you're gonna get. Yeah. I don't know how you can be disappointed. It's like okay, Yeezus. That's like I know I've seen all this stupid stuff. Like Yeezus is is id. I'm like it. They're not wrong. Yeah, I, I think psychology is bullshit, but yeah, <laughs> they're not wrong. Like it's so unabashedly raw, Kanye, and that's why I like the most about Kanye West is when he does crazy shit and doesn't care the, like about yeah. it. When he he's just does like, it. Yeah, when he's scoop, woo 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 woo, dude, scoop. That's the yes, or it's, like uh, he just lift yourself. It's so good. It's well, lift yourself is definitely a meme track. Making like he's poking at Drake. That's exactly what that was. Because Drake, yeah. I read the story. Drake wanted that instrumental, mm-hmm. and when him and Kanye were beefing, he was like, eh, "I'll just rap over it," and then like threw some poopity scoop stuff on it, and was like, "Yeah, piss off, dude." But the funniest part is, even if you didn't know that, it sounds like if you've ever rapped with your friends, which I do all the Most, time. Yeah, 
that's how you like if you run out of good bars you start doing dumb shit like that yeah like me if i run out of bars i'll go into mumble rap but like i automatically go migos default to migos yeah and it's always fucking hilarious yeah so if you're just gonna be like scoopity poop poop the scoop that's dumb shit that anybody who raps does yeah and like he got kind of a little bit of hate for the for the uh, Lil Pump song, but it's literally <laughs> it's, so, it's fun. so fun and catchy. How can you hate on it? How can everybody but Kanye have fun? That's the double standard I think that yes. really pisses me off. Is like he does say dumb shit on Twitter. He and, says dumb oh, shit well, in interviews. I think it's because he's socially awkward. Yeah, I or, can see that. Yeah, because you even watch the interviews before he got huge. He's just an awkward guy. Yeah, but yeah, it's like. He's just having fun with this new up-and-comer that he respects. Mm -hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see why veterans get clowned for doing that. Because if you look, most veterans, they're like, people, okay, fans just piss me off in general. Yeah. Because they get way too greedy with things. They're so overbearing and annoying. Right. Um, But especially, like, older hip-hop fans, which I've discussed on here before. I'm not a fan of them. Yeah. Um, older hip hop fans and people who like really think that everything has to be serious and lyrical and this and this and this. Yeah. I just, I'm sick. I'm sick of that argument. I think it's, I think it's worn out. It's it's drove through the ground and just let an artist have fun. I don't know why that not every song has to be just complete lyrical to like, it's just let him have fun. Yeah. The simplest lyrics can sometimes hit hard. You never know, which that song doesn't, but yeah, but it's it's just just fun. It's just like. I don't know if it's uh, it's it's gonna sound like I'm trying to make this a race thing, but I'm not. It's like the Beastie Boys. Yeah, they had fun. They can say girl, like they can do girls, intergalactic, yeah, all these dumb tracks. Yeah, and people love it. They eat it up. Kanye West does. Fuck it, I don't even remember what it's called. That's what I like or something. I love like it. I love it. Yeah, he does. I love it, and people are like, uh, uh, no fun allowed. Uh, yeah, he, like he always. I don't know that he ever presents himself as a guy who doesn't have fun. Yeah. I mean, there was a time period when he was literally just, like, serious. Like, yeah. Well. Had, but if you've looked, the last, what, since Pablo? Yeah. He's just been trying to have fun. Post-Pablo, Kanye has been my favorite Kanye. Yeah. Pe- Post-Yeezus. Yeezus was, okay, like, yeah. Yeezus was tight because that's yeah. when he, like, was, like, dude, I'm sick. Like, okay. Then again, I feel like every Kanye after the first two were, like, eh, let's just, like, throw some random shit together and make it wild. Yeah. But it all sounds good. But yeah. yes, new Kanye over old Kanye, fight me about it. Yeah, I don't know. Old Kanye is kind of cute, though. No, old Kanye is great. I'm not even like hating on old Kanye. I just like new Kanye more. He's more outspoken. He's more, he's more fun. He's, I don't know. He's just he's taken like on. He's taken on that I am a god persona. Yes. and it's like he he didn't apologize for it and yeah. he didn't back down from it and that worked for him. Yeah. So now that you have legions of fans. Who are just like, no, he is a god. Yeah. Like, and people are like, oh, you can't say that. It's like, dude, he doesn't care what you have to say. Yeah. What's a god to a man, or what's a man to a god? Yeah. Literally says it himself. Yeah. Ex- I don't know. I I think too much about Kanye West, so I don't <laughs> want to derail your whole. No, we're no. This is fine. <laughs> I I would I would prefer a natural conversation over like a scripted monologue. Yeah. And well, we so. were just talking about yeah the authentic- authenticity of our production. Okay. So. <laughs> Can we um. Since you are passionate about this, can we discuss what's your top three Kanye albums in order? Uh, the Life of Pablo. Oh, that threw me off. That's a Life of Pablo. Okay. Faux show. 
Um, Yeezus, and then Yay. Really? Yeah. And that, I know what you're that, thinking. No monster or uh, no no uh, dark twisted dark fantasy. twisted fantasy. And I'm like, no. That was my intro to Kanye. Well, actually, my intro to Kanye was "Can't Tell Me Nothing." Yeah. Because I was like, "What's that song?" When listen or while yeah. watching The Hangover, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's dope." Okay. So I bought that song on iTunes, learned every word to it, forgot about Kanye, picked up my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and I've never looked back. Yeah. Yeah. My top three, Jesus one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. Eight oh two. Mm. It changed music. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. no. Jesus one, Dark Fantasy two, eight oh eight's three. Uh, I think. Oh, wait, Kids See Ghosts is probably four though. If I'm gonna be completely honest I with mean, you, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't count that as a main line. You wouldn't? No. Okay, because I wouldn't count Watch the Throne. It, no, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't ever count Watch the Throne. What do you think about Watch the Throne two? Is a possibility. Dude, Jay Z sucks. I don't care. Whoa, that was a hot take. Jay Z, I, I can't listen. to You Jay-Z. really don't like Jay Z? No, not a fan huh. of Jay Z. You did you listen to the newest album? Uh, not not the, one with, not the one with Beyonce because uh, I'm not wasting my time I've with heard that. A couple songs, it's but 444 was really good. Him and Dre just hit me as these dudes. They're so stuck in a different era. Of like Doctor Dre. Yeah, you just they're so stuck in a completely different Do- era and mindset of rap. Doctor Dre though, he has never been a guy that I want to hear rap. No, no, because no. he, he's a genius producer. Yes. You can't stop that's him from what making I, well, a good that's beat, what I'm saying. but he's terrible at rapping. He's not, his strong, he's not a strong rapper. He's just no. not. Um, well, okay, I would say Express Yourself off of Straight Outta Compton is a fantastic song. Yes, it's one of my favorites on the album. <laughs> but consistently. Consistently, he's not, he's, no. that's not what he's built himself on. No. Because if you listen to The Chronic or 2001, I it heavily... literally can't. It hevi- heavily relies on features. Literally can't listen to The Chronic. Really? No. I think it's a fantastic That's album. That's a whole era of, of rap that I really can't connect with and go back with. The 90s? So, like, that, like that specific era, like The Chronic, I really don't like... Doggy Style? Snoop Dogg? No. Oh my goodness. Don't get me started on Fan- Snoop Dogg. I love Snoop Dogg. He has one of the smoothest him. flows of all time. Okay, but his most of his raps are so recycled, though. It, but he's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, so no, it's okay. There's, okay, that's fair. I won't argue with you that. I, I just think he's iconic. He has a good flow. He has an in, he had an interesting take on rap when he first got yeah. started. He has his character and persona, which I think is great. Like, there's that's I, a genius marketing strategy. Yeah, no, like I respect the hell out of him, but I never want to listen to him. That, Whenever he that's shows understandable. up on something, I'm yeah. like, ugh, why? Go away. That's understandable, though. There's a few artists that I'm like that with. But uh, so you don't like the chronic doggy style, not a Tupac and Biggie guy? No, I, I don't like either one of them. But I will say wow. I will say Biggie. Uh, I think we had a discussion about Biggie's this in my top five uh, top of five all time. Top five lyricists, yeah. for sure. I don't like any of his music. Really? There's something about those. It's almost like a trifecta of like – the most important rap albums, and I don't like any. I don't like Notorious. I guess I don't really know what Tupac's would be like on that level. But Dude, I, All Eyes on Me is incredible, and I don't like The Chronic. Do you like Nas? I love. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I was gonna so say I love you, Nas. So you but like Nas Nomadic? Is good. Yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you a Wu Tang fan? I am a casual Wu Tang fan. You're not like deep in the history. No, no. See, I'm having Newsom on here soon, and apparently <laughs> he's a Wu Tang like. Deep digger. I'm not a disciple of the Wu Tang, and I'm excited to hear what he has to say about because Wu Tang, Wu Tang is my favorite rap group of all time. Really? I oh yeah. Pegged you, definitely is. Uh, shit, why can't I think of what they're called? Andre Three Thousand. Outcast. Yeah, I, I don't. I would have pegged you. As I an do outcast. like Outcast a lot. 
You remind me of another guy who's but, like swears by out- Outcast is the best ever. I mean, I'm not gonna deny that they're yeah, they're top three groups of all time. Yeah, for if sure. If I'm going top three rap groups, it's Wu Tang, Beastie Boys, and um, yeah. Outcast. You know what? That's fair. But Wu Tang just has this like aura about them. Yeah, they're where mythical. it's like yes, and they're so poetic. And the, I loved the way they structured their albums. Mm-hmm. I love the kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they not only were all incredible lyricists, mm-hmm. incredible producers, but they branched out. And the RZA has like two or three movies he's made. They are not good, but, but he does still, have them. But no, still, yeah, that's impressive. It's like he it's did it though. Cool. He did that. Yeah. Like, I think all of their so most of their solo albums are really good. Liquid yeah. Swords is one of the greatest rap albums of all time. Well, yeah, of course. Um I don't know, I just loved like the history of it. Mm-hmm. RIP ODB. <laughs> I just think I think they changed the game. Yeah. They their marketing was amazing. The way they branded themselves. Oh yeah, I don't think you'd have anything like Brockhampton now if you did. You wouldn't have, have any no, no. No, you couldn't. You That was couldn't. a group with literally like 13 dudes in it. Like yeah. They set the precedent for a large group no and a, a group like that couldn't happen in any other genre no yeah because you there'd know, be too no, many no other, yeah there's no other genre that has that ability well, rock kind of but only if, if you're gonna go with something gimmicky like kiss or the beatles where they're you'd just have like, they to become be, so legendary that you know and you'd everybody. have to stand out and do something so different yeah but wu-tang didn't really do anything like i mean yes they had wonky flows like odb is literally the blueprint for modern trap music. Yeah. The way he delivers his lines. Sometimes it's you have no idea what he said, but you're like, wow, that sounded cool. Yeah. So you're like yeah. fine with it. You're like, okay, whatever. And that's another reason I hate the whole mumble rap sucks thing, because like they'll praise ODB and then talk trash on <laughs> and like Bone Thugs. Yeah. They'll talk trash like they'll love Bone Thugs because it's from the nineties and two thousands. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this new stuff sucks. It's like literally all of them base their flow on Bone Thugs yeah. or ODB. Yeah, no. So, I have a whole thing about mumble rap, but it's just like you listen to Amigos song, it's listenable. Like it doesn't even have to be. It's good, listenable, yeah. But it's like walk it like I talk it or whatever. It's a dumb fucking song. It's the a, lyrics yeah, are it's so awful. bad. But if you're not getting a little jazz, it's like walk it when I talk it, and you're not hitting every ad lib. Yeah. Then what do you like? It's fun. It's just that's what people. I like. think it's that's exactly music. what mumble rap or whatever or trap music. I think that's what the purpose is. Yeah, is to just like they're having fun. They literally go in the booth probably with no lyrics written down. Uh, I don't know. I probably I think they. I, I don't think you can get that famous by putting no effort into. Lil it. Wayne doesn't write his music down. He well, just goes in and freestyles. I guess. So does Jay Z. They don't write their. They just go in and go. Okay, off the dome. Let's go. Yeah. I but, don't know. I think there's something to be said for preparation, but yeah, no, it's like. Yeah, no, I think it's music that's just meant to kind of be put on in the background while you're hanging out with your friends. That's totally how, or like a lot of people, you'll notice a lot of people like driving the car to it. Yeah. Because it's just something to bob your head to. and. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't necessarily do that. I'm not a, I don't really, I have no Migos on my phone besides no, their old and stuff. No label too, no label, stuff like that. Well, yeah. Back when Migos was good, but that's for another, another story. They're not even something it, I listen to. It's just something that I'll defend because it's like, it's still art. I mean, they're yeah. still, like, trying. Yeah, I mean, some stuff I just refuse to defend, but, like, with them, it's like they they clearly have some form of talent. Yeah, otherwise they wouldn't be big. isn't objectively always that bad. Yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. And they usually, they're usually really good at picking the the instrumentals or beats that they rap over. Yeah. I mean, generally, they're 
their albums sound good. I mean, they don't sound like garbage. No, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a level of competency there that you really can't knock when it comes yeah. to them. And you personal taste, sure. If you're really into lyrics, you only listen to doom. Then yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. You're gonna get turned off immediately. Yeah. But if you're if you can enjoy other aspects of a song, there's absolutely no reason why. Yeah. Yeah. So bringing up Doom, I'm gonna segue again. Top five lyricists. We had this conversation the other day, but ours ours were pretty similar. Yeah. I feel like. I feel. Doom like Doom's in there. Doom. Yeah. Andre I, 3000's in there for me. Yeah. The RZA from Wu Tang's in there for me. I think that's one that we differed on. Yeah, I think so. Because we had mostly the same list. Biggie's in there. Yeah. God, who's oh Q-Tip from Tribe Called Quest. You had Q-Tip. I did, and it's funny you say Tribe, is I did Driz of the Black Sheep. Okay, And they, yes. were, they were close collaborators, but his stuff yeah. is, he's insane. He's the best part of that group, for sure. Like, everyone else on that group kind of sucks, but, like, they're another group that they could just pick a beat and just make something Black, super. Black Thought from The Roots is up there, too. Yeah. I don't know if you're a fan of The Roots, but. Uh, not a big Roots guy. You should. I'm not like gonna push it on you, but I would definitely like give it another listen. Yeah, like, they say some pretty like moving things. Like it's mm. it's very politically conscious, and that's what I like about it. And I love Questlove. I think he's awesome. Yeah, no, Questlove's awesome. I've very uh, many times almost considered buying one of the bow ties, the hustle bow ties or whatever. Oh yeah, very. It's been in a cart or two. <laughs> it's been on the wish list for yeah, a long time, huh? But I have I have I have never made the purchase, but. uh no, yeah, I, I respect the hell out of them. Um, let me think. Who were my other? Because I, I had Doom, Biggie, and then that one other. Who else did we agree on? Andre three thousand. Andre three thousand for sure. Um, honestly, I'm actually gonna kind of change uh, change one of my answers. I think Ice Cube is one of the most underrated rappers of all time. I can definitely agree with that. I mean, one hundred percent agree. One of the most underrated, and even his dumb songs are endlessly quotable. Me and my brother, my dad. It's basically like a family meme where if you listen to Ghetto Vet, the song makes no sense, but the lyrics are incredibly yeah. like they're just like he's so completely underrated. One of the best voices in rap mm-hmm. too. He could rap anything and make yeah. it sound like hard. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. He could be rapping about putting a kid to sleep gently with a nice like fucking plate of cookies and be like, Holy shit. That was that incredible. Was, that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. I d de- I agree. Criminally underrated. That's Criminal. I I 100% agree. He's definitely left out of a lot of top five lists. Yeah. I would also put Nas up there. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else. Yeah. I mean, mean, as much as you don't like Jay Z, I'd say he's written some of the most iconic songs of all time in rap music. He gets quoted a lot. I've uh, realized, and I don't even I don't even necessarily catch it. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No. I would. I would. I would let him in. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. He's he's amazing, but. That argument could go on with anybody because any, we we changed somebody else in your seat or my seat and they're going to give us completely different answers. And yeah. think about how many people just casually listen to rap who's like, who in the hell is MF Doom? And you're like, ah, one of the best. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's breaking through a little bit more though. I've seen more well, than enough pieces on him on YouTube. Well, because like avid music lovers like yeah. know who he is. Like. Anybody who watches Fantano is going to know who he is. Anybody who yeah. – it's like a hipster thing to know who MF Doom is at this point. Because he reaches into other areas of hipsterdom. Yes. Whether, you know, it's like producing with yeah. Danger Mouse or – yeah, Quasimodo. Yeah. It's like Shout out there Quasimodo. are other people that he met, works with that, you know, he may not be in that sphere of influence, but, you know, someone else will pick up on yeah. him because of the, the – yeah. I we, think that's what collaboration should be, but I don't want to – 
I've been stewing about the 6ix9ine Nikki collab. She's just clearly using him, and I oh, wish yeah. that he wasn't big in the rap game because obviously he's a, he's total a scumbag. scumbag. Yeah, we, we feel the same way about that then. Yeah. That's why I'm really hoping he's not on the new Kanye album. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's going to make I'm me still sound gonna hypocritical. Listen to it, I'm not, I don't know, because like, I, I hate the fact that he still works with Chris Brown, and Waves is a, an amazing song. Yeah. But every time I listen to it, I'm like, damn, the fucking, the, like, one of the better parts of that song is Chris Brown. Do you not think there's a point where you can just, like, forgive him? Because he has, like, Oh, I changed. will never forgive him. He almost killed somebody That's and then true. got away with it. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. Like, there are people that, like, get caught with, like, a grain of weed on their jacket and get sent to prison for yeah. years. This and dude he's almost out. killed somebody. And he's and just is, out. Yeah. And everyone's still, That's like. That's understandable. Yeah. No. I'm not a big, I'm not a Chris Brown fan. Me neither. One of my best friends is a huge Chris Brown fan, and he won't even entertain the thought that he's a fucking scumbag. (laughs) And it makes me sad. No, he's definitely literally one of the scummiest people in music, but. Yeah. And no, I mean, see, but. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, now you're like heated up about it. Yeah. No, I I saw the similar conversation on Reddit where the people are bringing up 6ix9ine, and I, not to defend 6ix9ine, but I was like, you guys know he. Works with Chris Brown. Like, it's not like everyone he's worked with is, is scot-free or totally yeah. clean. And a lot of people, surprisingly for fucking Reddit, agreed with me, which is rarely happens. Yeah, usually but, you get attacked by well, everyone. Usually I just get called a fucking idiot. And yeah. And I just get depressed and delete the comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, it's like, yeah. I don't, it's hard for me to, to decide when and when not to separate the art from the artist. I think that's a, it's a really, really hard conversation and distinction to make. Yeah, because you want to consume ethically, but it's so yes, hard. Yes, it's nearly impossible because you know each one of these artists probably has something dark they're hiding yeah. that we don't know about. Yeah. I mean, with Kanye, it was his addiction to pills or whatever for however yeah. many years. With I mean, Drake, it's fucking 14-year-olds now or grooming dude, 14-year-olds. Those memes, though, are funny. Oh, my God. This is the best thing. He's the best thing Guys, that's ever happened to memes. We've got him. <laughs> yeah, but, but but that's like you learn How that does, Drake is okay. grooming 14- and 16-year-olds. That's like... I have a couple friends that are like literally the like insane Drake fans. I have one friend that I don't think he listens to anybody but Drake. Like I swear to God. Yeah. Luke Cooper, if you're listening, listen up. Because uh, <laughs> if you try to defend him in this case, I don't know what to tell you. Luke Cooper, if you defend this man, you're going in the trash. <laughs> no, I, I will still like you, Luke, but I'll really question you. Yeah. You're ever, you're forever gonna be on my sketch docket. Yeah, you're gonna have that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna you. red ping your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get you put on a list. <laughs> <laughs> Mateo, that's for you too, dude. Because you you defend Drake way too hard. Your dog is named Drizzy. Oh first god, of all, which is weird. That's weird. Because it almost sounds like Jizzy. <laughs> and every time I, <laughs> I thought it was weird because you're naming it after another human. <laughs> I would never name an animal like Yay. Or, no, if, <laughs> or if, something stupid like if that. If I get a dog, I'm literally going to name him, like, Doug or something. Yeah. Oh, it would be kind of funny if you named a dog Mr. West. <laughs> You'd be like, wake up, Mr. West. <laughs> like, come on, Mr. West. Oh, That would good be God. funny. But that would um, be creepy as hell. Yeah, dogs that are named after celebrities are, like, I would name my dog after, like, an old mythical dragon. Yeah. I'd, I'd want it to be the most dainty. I'd, like, get a chihuahua and name him, like, Tar- Tiberius, or like Parthenax or something. Yeah, it's like something. No, because that's Some, funny. That's yeah. ironic. But there's nothing funny about naming a Schnauzer Drizzy. This, I mean, no offense. I'm not trying to whoever yeah. Mateo or whatever. I'm not trying to shit on your. I dog mean, your dog's name like choice. extremely cute. But no, I'm sure he is. No, okay, I'm sounding offensive now. Sometimes when I say opinions, I sound like an, uh, a condescending no. asshole. Well, that's 
the thing about opinions is most of the time people don't agree with them. Yeah. So you do like people do think you're an asshole. And I get a lot of that on Twitter because I've never been the type to like hold my opinion back. Yeah. And sometimes it has got me in trouble. Yeah. Like it, it happens whenever you're vocal about it. But I think sometimes an opinion is needed in a conversation. Yeah. Because even if it's right, even if it's wrong, it, it needs to be said because sometimes it can bring up different conversations. 100% agree. But that's just me. My girlfriend doesn't like when I get super vocal about things on social media. Yeah. But sometimes I just, I literally can't help it. I'm like, this has to be said. There was one time I could not help myself. Uh, there was this Twitter account going around a couple of years ago that was like in-depth detailing, basically like real hate crimes that were going on in yeah. the police department. It was basically, and I don't know the veracity, and it was stupid of me to share it without vetting it first, yeah. but I, I shared it on Facebook. And I have a couple of cops in the family. We're all a bunch of Irish and Italian, you know, mix and Mobsters. Yeah, no, we're we're all a bunch of greasy assholes. Yeah. And my stepmom, like 20 minutes later, she's like, what the fuck did you share to, to Facebook? I was like, this. I was like, it's it's interesting. And she's like, we have so many, like, what do you want? All of your, your family hate you for sharing something like this? And like, but cops aren't always the good guy. And yeah. Like I had a whole conversation. I deleted it because clearly it was dumb to share that, you know, in the first yeah. place. But no, yeah, exactly. Like I totally know what you mean. Yeah. You can't help yourself. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's just unavoidable. And sometimes if you like, especially on Twitter, one person says something. Okay. Like one of my biggest pet peeves about social media is now everything everybody puts out, they think it's good because they have all these people who are too scared to tell them it looks like shit. Yeah or sounds like shit, or is just shit. Yeah. And so I'm just so sick of seeing, or like, this is going to, I might lose listeners for this, but I don't care. Um, like the whole, everyone looks amazing. Like, oh yeah, yeah. nobody's fat. But like, if you're, if you're overweight, like you should probably be told and you should probably like work on bettering yourself rather than just like being like accepting it. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I look amazing right now. Like I get it. Some people cannot help it. Yeah. But like, we should we should be more conscious because that's not healthy. And same with being too skinny. If you're yeah. too skinny, and I understand some people can't gain weight; it's physically impossible for them. But you've got to like try to do something to better yourself or make yourself like I don't even know. It's I don't like know. It's, the, it's the fat guy at the gym thing, where it's yes. like you can't be mad at the fat guy at the gym, but you can absolutely be annoyed at the, like the dude that's taking up three seats on the bus and you're like squished on him. Yes, or like that. exactly. Like, it's not and it's the, not politically correct, or I, it's just, but it's true. It's like it's true to your feelings. Yes. Like you're frustrated that this person is in your personal space because of a physical thing. Yes, and it's it sucks. And I wish that wasn't the case. I wish yeah. I could be accepting of people. You know, and I I really try I'm, to be. I mean, I don't I, know your I, life. I dude. am accepted. Like yeah. I'm a, like if you're that big and whatever, and you don't care, or yeah. you're just like, then fine, I don't care. I mean, yeah. it's your life. It's not mine. But sometimes I'm just like, rather than like worshiping like severe obesity, sometimes because most yeah. of the time when it is on Twitter, if you're like thicker, like you're not like I'm not gonna call you fat, right? But if you're like severely obese and people are like making you trying to feel like body positive, like. I get feeling comfortable in your own skin, but at some point you've got to be like, I need to maybe eat better or go walk around the block a couple of times. Like, right. And I hate, cause that makes me seem like an, that makes me feel like an asshole to even say it. But sometimes it just, it, we can't accept as, as a culture that that's okay. I think this is a symptom of, and I don't know how you were raised. It's a symptom for me where it's like nothing 
it's not that nothing was ever good enough for my parents, but I was raised with incredibly high standards. And yeah. if something was lacking or not up to snuff, then you I knew about it. Yeah. And it's like I'd be super proud of something and my dad would be like, It was good, but but and yeah. give me notes. It would drive me crazy, but now that I'm thinking about it, he's just like trying to you know prepare he, you, make you better, make you the best you can be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and maybe it, I'm overly critical of other people and myself, but I don't think that that's always a bad thing. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with expecting a certain level of something out of somebody. I definitely agree. My mom was never vocal about like what I could fix, but my dad, especially with sports, after a game, even if we won, he'd be like, you had a really good game, but be aware you're doing this and this and this wrong. You could have done right. this. And I, I hated the lecture on the way home from games when I was right. younger. But looking back, he taught me how to self-assess myself Yeah. and to – Make sure that I'm never just putting out garbage material. Right. Or with anything I do. He's he's the hard him and my mom are like the hardest working people ever. Yeah. And so seeing what they've done, because neither of them have college degrees. My dad couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. Mom went and was just like, it's not for me. Yeah. And they've both moved up high into their businesses, like their companies. My dad's like he he works construction, but he's like a uh he like oversees whatever job he's on. Yeah. As a mechanical operator. And that he makes good money. Right for uh, somebody who's never been to school. My mom is a, um, what is she? She does the supply chain marketing for Russell Stover's in Kansas City now. Wow. Without a college degree. Yeah. It's, it just shows me that working your tail off can, you can literally kind of do whatever. Right. And being taught that it's it's made me never want to be mediocre, if anything. Yeah. And you shouldn't want to be mediocre with your own body, which I don't, I don't treat my body as well as I should. I treat mine like a dumpster. That's why, <laughs> that's why I can't judge other people yeah, too. It's just like, I exactly. make no effort. I'd be hypocritical if I was like, no. but you should be in the gym. But then again, I'm like, I should be in the gym as well. Yeah, exactly. As long as you like, maybe look back at yourself yeah. and just be like, oh, that person, I never think, oh, that person's gross. But I'm like, oh, that person could lose some weight. And then I'm like, I you look, also yeah. sat and ate a whole sleeve of Oreos and haven't been <laughs> yeah. to the gym in probably a full year. It's like, yeah. But at, at a certain point, you know, I'm 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 not necessarily super comfortable with what I am. Like, yeah. I, but I know I'm like a certified thick boy, <laughs> so I know my <laughs> I know my like I know my own personal thing. Yeah. Like, I know how to self-assess myself. Like, yeah. I know I'm overweight. I know I eat too much. I know I don't move a lot. Yeah. But then that helps me gain empathy for other people too. It's like, yeah. dude, I know how hard it is to not just it sit is, there and play video games. Incredibly all night. hard. Yeah. But at some point, I feel like you should notice that you need to make a change. And that's with anything. Yeah. Like you could be (laughs) mentally unstable and it couldn't even be like, okay, a lot of people get freaked out in college because they wait till the very last second to get things done. So then they're like, I'm so stressed out. I'm like, well, you could literally change that and do the work a week ahead. Dude, I have no patience for procrastinators. Dude, I used to be a procrastinator. And then my fall semester last year, I got super behind and it was freaking out. And I was like, I'm never getting behind again. It happened to me in fourth grade. I was supposed to go see the ghost writer in theater with my friend Gary. Yeah. And uh, we had this project on uh, a Native American chief that we had to present. It was like a hundred words and make a, like a crappy three folder outer mm-hmm. poster thing. Didn't do it until the very day before. And I got like, my dad was like, this isn't done. Call Gary. You're not going. You're going to sit down and do this. So like that was enough for me to be like, oh, I'm never like I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm doing. Not that I don't procrastinate, but it's like I have some friends that they're chronic procrastinators, and then all they want to do is tell me about how the stress they are. I'm like, dude, all you have to do is sit down and do it. And I know some of them are busy, but some of them have 
no excuse. Yeah. And I feel like most of the time in college, it's no excuse. Yeah, I don't know. Because everybody, if you take on a super busy workload yeah. and you work and you do this and this, you should literally know what you're like signing up for. Yeah. And you should plan your days accordingly to get homework done, to get things done. But then again, I'm like a super organized like planner. Like I plan everything. Yeah. I hate sp- like sporadic ideas and let's go st- let's let's do this right now. I'm like, dude, I I got things to do. Like I got my stuff planned out and I like I'm a very routine person. Yeah. I have a routine I go through during like in the morning. Mm-hmm. I do the same thing every morning, which sometimes it does get boring, but I feel like if I don't do that, I'm not going to have a successful day. Yeah, I'm like a weird mix of the two. Where yeah. it's, I get that. I'm cool with spur the plan moments, though, sometimes. Like, sometimes it just totally blows up and doesn't work. Well, yeah, sometimes, like, but, like, during, like, a week, like a, like, a school week. Yeah. I don't want just, like, some random thing to come up. Yeah. And, like, throw off my homework time or this or that. Yeah. But sometimes I do agree, a sporadic idea or... It's like, oh, let, let's go, uh, let's go to the bar for a little bit. And, like, oh, it's Wednesday. I just finished up some homework, or I, I could well, finish yes. this up when I get back, or tomorrow. But then but yes, that's because you, I've been you, planning. If you and know you on. have time to finish it and yeah. go do it, but if you know you're like bogged down, yeah. Then somebody's like, "Let's go do this," but then you, I'm I'm guilty of having FOMO. A oh lot. my god, that is my biggest problem. Yeah, like hundred percent. So, it's really really hard for me to say no. Oh yeah. When somebody's like, "Let's go out and do something," it kills me. I literally have to like take a deep dive into my soul and I'm like, you have homework. You don't need to be spending the money. Yeah. This, this, and this. And then I've gotten better at talking myself out of like wanting to, wanting to be there. Yeah. But sometimes like, especially like over the summer, like when I'm home and all my friends are home and they're like, all at my buddy's house is drinking or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like at home and it's late and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to go out. But then again, I like want to be with everybody. Yeah. It's super hard for me the next day to be like, I made the right decision by staying home. Like, I just get, like, yeah. I bet they had a lot of fun last night. Dude, that's why uh, some of my friends, well, I don't know. I've recently stopped being friends with some people. But it's like, yeah, I had friends that would just, they would never invite me to anything. And yeah. it would really bum me out. So I'd see, like, their Snapchat story and yeah. see them all having fun. And it got so bad to the point where I literally, un- like, had to unfollow their stories on Snapchat mm-hmm. because I felt so much FOMO. And there was, like three or four things I could have done this weekend other than go shoot the music video. Mm-hmm. There is a friend back in town that I really wanted to go party with. Uh, there was some other person that really wanted to hang out up in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I could go do all that stupid stuff or I could have something for my reel. Like, that's always what it's got to be. Like, there has to be a trade-off. Yeah. Otherwise, I just feel horrible until yeah. the next day. And then I'm like, like oh, I, don't, I'm, I didn't really miss much. Like, if you were, well, and a lot of times on Snapchat or social media, people play up what's actually happening. Yeah. Like it's never as fun as it looks. Oh yeah. And um I think you definitely made the right decision by going oh, and doing 100%. something professional for the weekend. Oh, I don't regret it even a yeah. little bit. I I mean, but it you know, but no, I totally I agree with you because every time those are the same people like that I see on Snapchat that like when I party with them, they down like three beers in 15 minutes and then they're just belligerent for 4 hours straight yeah. and I'm miserable because I can't drink like that or they're like, well, first of all, drinking like that to me isn't fun. No, it's not. I drink I'm a ca- I'm a very casual drinker. I drink because it tastes fun. I drink because it feels good. I don't drink to forget. Like these people seem like they're chasing literally, something, like yes. trying to drown something. And I'm in all them. for having a fun night. Yeah. Like if you want to get hammered and just have fun, yeah, do it. But don't like. I hate that guy that always gets like smacked. 
yeah. beginning of the night, and then they're annoying the rest of the night, which I have a buddy, and if he's listening, he definitely knows who he is because he's <laughs> like this. He's the, he's that guy every time. Yeah. But, I mean, he gets obnoxious. All my friends get pretty obnoxious when yeah. we all get loud. We're just all very loud when Dude, we're, when I'm we're drunk. I'm the loudest drunk. I know what you um, mean. But we've – I mean, he has a lot of nights where he's like that, like, you're like, dude, I mean, come on. We're in the basement, like, playing pool, and you're like. Yeah. But sometimes you kind of need that guy there. Yeah. Because sometimes people can be, like, bumps on the log. They don't do anything. But if there's more than one of those person. Then it's too much. Then it's, dude, it's, I might as well pack up and go home. Cause I, yeah. I was at a party a couple weeks ago, and uh, I don't know. I haven't really been into drinking lately. It comes mm-hmm. and goes. Like, same, so, yeah, same. Because it's really just like I get into a new beer or something like that, and I want to drink it all the time. Favorite or, beer? Uh, Boulevard Wheat. I know it's it's a pretty plain Jane, unoriginal no, it's, thing. It's a, it's a good beer. It's my daily driver. It's pretty expensive for a daily driver, and that's no, another thing. Expensive. I price myself out of drinking every day or yes. drinking all the time. Yes. I'm like, because I have these, like, $5 a bottle, uh, like, barrel, like, whiskey barrel-aged stouts. And I'm yeah. Like, I'm not going to waste that. Like, uh, this is going to be, I got to be in the mood. Yeah. I got to have a certain kind of day. Yeah. Like, and then I'm going to get absolutely obliterated because it's 11% alcohol. See, <laughs> I, I like only drink cheap beer. Yeah. So I like heavily lean on like Coors Light. Oh, Coors Light's my favorite. Coors Light is gross. PBR is great. I just tried, I tried PBR at that party. That's why I got so messed up because it's, it's so, so easy to drink. It's so good. It's so easy to drink. It's the, a professor here. Uh, in the graphic design department, mm-hmm. he has his uh, graphic designs on a bottle right now of PBR. Really? It's like a limited edition bottle. I was I'm marveling at the him. can. Yeah. There was like some Japanese fa- on it. Their, their cans are so iconic. Yeah, and classics. the art on them is amazing. Um, my buddy Sutter went and got his first tattoo a while back. Oh, and it's no. a can of PBR. And it's awesome. Uh, when I was lifeguarding, there was a, a, a paddleboard yoga instructor who was all tatted out, and her husband was too. Some of the coolest tattoos I've ever seen. But she did have a thing of Coors Light on her calf that was like, had a, it was a terrible drawing of a Coors Light can. But then I don't know if it was a tattoo that they added later, but put this beautiful frame tattoo mm-hmm. around it. <laughs> it's one of the best tattoos I've ever seen. That's awesome. But I would never, like, I love LaCroix, but I would never get a LaCroix on my body. LaCroix boy over here. <laughs> LaCroix boy. But. Um, Coors Light, PBR, and then I'd have to go Bush Light. I'm glad I found PBR because I don't like Coors. I don't like Bush Light. I Bud Light's all right. Bud Light I'll drink is it. serviceable. I'll drink it for sure. I'll drink it. I drank one this weekend before we went on that ghost tour. I drank a ton of them at a wedding recently because my dad is a huge Michelob Ultra fan. Michelob's and I good. I think it tastes, it tastes like eating like sourdough bread and not in a good way because I like sourdough bread. I've never looked at it like that, but it kind of does. Oh, I'm also a big Corona fan. I like have I like Corona I and had Corona Light. and it was skunked well, real bad. Yeah, you got it. Was undrinkable. I'll drink them without a lime. Yeah. And salt. But, dude, with a lime and salt in the summertime? Lime salt. Amazing. Lime salt, like, they're called goes. It's a German style of sour beer. Like, mm-hmm. that's my favorite variety of beer. You like sours? Like, oh, my God. Dude, I love sours so much. That's what Action Bronson's beer is. Yeah, I want to try that real bad. They have it in Martin City. I might go check that out. Yeah, we'll I want some though. so bad. Dude, it's like, because uh, their Dogfish Head Ale is the worst name for a brewery ever. They had this black lime salt summer sour and it was like they were like it's the most drinkable beer and i drank it it was like it was like drinking straight lime juice but it's like one of the tastiest beers i've ever had really was not worth 10 bucks for a six pack though that was a mistake on my part 
but it was good. You got to go to the World Market sometime mm-hmm. um, in in Overland Park, I think, Martin City maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. It, um, you can build your own six-pack of, like, different uh, different bottled beers, mm-hmm. and it's only, like, it's like 11 bucks. But you get to, like, rather than, like, being stuck with one, if you don't like it, you can, like, yeah. mix and match. My favorite beer of the summer was the um, Blue Moon Honey Wheat. I thought that was pretty good. It's a really. I it's, like Blue Moon. I forgot it, I like Blue Moon. Thank you. Blue for Moon's good me. with an orange in it. I don't even. I don't even do really any citrus. I like. I like lemons more than oranges when it comes to citrus in my beer. Okay. But no, no. Try a Blue Moon with with a with an orange in it. Yeah, I like the coriander. I think that's my favorite part of the Blue Moon. It has that like peppery. Yeah. I love that. That beer was so good though. I tried so that. Good. I I put that in my in my build your own six pack. I put a, like an IPA in there. I put a couple of different things. IPAs were disgusting. Dude, I did that. I did a six pack. I do not understand how people like that. No, I went home uh, to to visit some family in Louisiana, and I did a six pack at a Kroger's, and like I did three IPAs, and they were all from this never drink from Abita Brewery. I did not. I tried three of their beers. They were all terrible. Some of the coolest label art I've ever seen. And that's what made me buy the IPA. I did. Yeah, was the art was cool. They have the best art, like the Elysian uh, space dust or whatever. Has the coolest beer thing I've ever seen. Yeah, Voodoo Ranger too. That's that's what uh, Old Belgium or whatever. Flat Tire, the same guys. But something. I think it's Flat Tire. Yeah, dude. It's like drinking. I don't even know how to describe the taste. It's so gross. It's literally piss. It like makes my mouth hurt. Everybody says Pops like hops are so disgusting. Everybody says that like light like people who don't like beers are like it tastes like piss water. No, these literally taste like you were drinking piss. I don't know. It's That's how me, gross it is. There was one beer I tried. I think it was an IPA. Um, it was called. It was like I'm a I'm a big Boulevard fanboy because mm-hmm. I try all their stuff. But Tank was, Seven's good. Tank Seven tastes like how a barn smells to me, and I know that's I'm way out of the majority on that one. I yeah. know everyone loves Tank Seven. I think it's super good. I cannot drink it, it's, but I don't like t- bitter. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. I pick the weirdest thing to obsess about when it comes, to, you know, because beer like part of it is being bitter. Yeah, and I've tried bitter beers that I yeah. really liked, but like that one was just in a weird spot. But I tried. It was this. It was called Flora Obscura. Okay. I was like, oh, this, it was like the third ever beer I bought. I was trying to get way too fancy, way too fast. Yeah. It tasted like I was drinking pulpery. Like, you know, those like yeah. balls of smelly pine cones yeah. that grandma puts out at Christmas. It was the worst beer Gross. I've ever had. It was so bad. But yeah, IPAs are undrinkable. They're disgusting. Me. I've tried more than once and I, I can't do it. I've tried like four different kinds of IPA. Can't. can't do it. There was one that it was okay, but it was because it was like heavily grapefruited too. So it was like a good bitter Mm, but no, uh, it was terrible. No, I don't know about like that. Like everything else. I, I definitely like wheats, though. Wheats are oh, good. Wit beers. Oh, wit my be- God. <laughs> wit beers? Well, I mean, that's the German term. But, you know, because you good. have, like, wheat and, and Blue Moon's a wheat beer. Yeah. They're they're mellow. Yeah, I like them. And they do have a little bit of a sour bite, but it's, like, yeasty. It's not it's not citrusy. It's, like, a yeasty bite yeah. that I really dig. I think it's super. I think I like them a lot. My dad hates wheats. My dad does too. He's like, I can't drink them; they make me bloaty. My dad literally only drinks Coors Light. My dad only, only drinks Michelob Ultras and uh, Woodchuck Apple Ales. It's like, I mean, they're is it like just apple flavored? No, it's they're cider or not apple ales. They're it's cider, so it's Woodchuck apple cider. He does the green, and they don't sell them down in Louisiana where he lives right now. So he makes me like send him. Yeah, well, he makes me take him down when I go down there. Okay. So uh, last time I brought him like four six packs because he loves it. I think it's okay. I'm not a really big cider fan. Like, I think Angry Orchard is pretty gross. Mm. Reds are super smooth, but I don't like the flavor that much. I just, my thing with the flavored beers, 
I just don't like them. They're yeah. always too sweet. I tried the... Uh, like, most people would want something sweet because you can drink it easier. And no. Down, but it gets... Oh, I can't do it. What's that summer shandy? The Line and Google's <sighs> summer shandy is so gross because okay. they make it so sweet. All my friends love summer shandies. Like, over the summer, so on the 4th of July, we went over to my buddy's house. He has a nice pool. Yeah. He's like, what should we get to drink? He's like, I'm going to grab some uh, summer shandies. And I was like, ah, really? I drank like two of them, and I was like, "Where's the f- where's your bush light at, dude?" Yeah, I do not want these. Well, it's like they're the flavor is too intense, almost. Well, it's like, it's it doesn't really it tastes like, like uh, chemicals. It literally tastes like lemon Lysol. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I took a sip of it. I was like, "This tastes like Clorox." Literally, it's it's it tastes like, and I keep saying it tastes like how blank smells. It tastes like how like uh, comet smells. Yeah, it's it's, it's so gross. I'm not a fan. And uh, my my uh, good buddy at the time, she took she took one and then she just downed it. She's like, "That was delicious." It's like, it's like, dude, this tastes awful. She's like, "It tastes like lemon heads. It's like See, it tastes like poison." I think some people like definitely gravitate towards those. Like my girlfriend yeah. hates beer, but like a Bud Light Orange, yeah, she can like drink that. Or a Bud Light Lime, she can like stomach it. But I'm I'm gonna say if you want something that's sweet, get a Smirnoff. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's. So my best friend is a girl, but we go up to Boulevard all the time. She likes beer. Yeah. Like, she'll drink beer. But, yeah, she, her and her friends are obsessed with these. They were, like, all summers, these red, white, and white, blue Smirnoffs. That's the ones that my girlfriend, they she taste down, they like taste like watered-down monsters. I think they taste like Bomb Pops. Uh, if Bomb Pops tasted bad. I don't know. I like Bomb Pops. But what I would do yeah. is be like, oh, that's so gross. And then I'd reach over and take it from her and, and drink like, half of it in one go just because it's, like, it's it's it tastes like almost like nothing. It literally tastes like a sugary drink. Yeah, and that's why my girlfriend likes it because she can like. Yeah. She doesn't like the taste of alcohol. I don't like, and it's gonna make me sound sexist. I don't really like a lot of those girl drinks, like the Seagrams, whatever Seagrams puts out. Seagrams are all right. You're like pre gaming for some stupid uh, fraternity event. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's all they had. So I tried the Seagrams thing. I was like, this tastes like, it tastes worse than like a juicy juice with booze in it. It's that gross to me. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do this, make a mix of drink and just do like a vodka cranberry or something. Vodka and cranberry is all right. That's what what my mom drinks most of the time. My dad only drinks Coors. And then there's this whiskey called uh, Four Roses. Hmm. It's pretty expensive stuff, but it is the smoothest whiskey I've ever tasted. There was, uh, I tried, I think it was Wild Turkey Honey is... So tasty, but it's Ooh. the hardest whiskey I've ever had. Like oh. it made my throat burn, Ugh, I and I don't mind the throat burn. I like alcohol. I like what it made. Like I like the burning sensation. Yeah. I like the smell of it. It was Dude, so. It tasted so good, but it hurt. Wild so turkey bad. and Jim Beam are just undrinkable for me. For me, it's Jack Daniels is the worst whiskey by far. Jack it Daniels just Tennessee like wood chips. Jack, Jack Daniels Tennessee honey is amazing. I'm sure. It's Crown apple. Okay. Crown apple. That's I've oh. heard. All, that's all I've heard is Crown Apple. Like, Dude, it's one of those drinks you literally do not need a chaser for. Yeah, it it tastes like a green Jolly Rancher. I can do that with Captain Morgan and Fireball. I, I don't need a chaser for those. Fireball. Can't do it. Dude, <laughs> I I got a, I didn't like it at first, but because it was two bucks at the bar, I would I call them thank you shots. Someone mm-hmm. buys me a drink or someone buys me a shot, I buy them a thank you shot, and it's always Fireball because I can handle it. <laughs> I know what it's going to taste like. Yeah. And I love watching people's faces because they're always like, oh, God, it's horrible. I, there was a party I was just drinking it straight from the bottle. No a lot issue. of – I love it. A lot of – okay, so Harrisonville is full of many heavy drinkers. Mm-hmm. And the go-to was always Fireball. 
Yeah, everybody it's so always cheap. everybody always walked around with it like in their back pocket. It's because like, it's like twelve bucks for like, a huge eh, thing of it. Eh, no thanks. It's my so buddy. Cheap. I was telling you that was always that guy at the parties. Yeah. He's an Evan Williams guy. What's that? Just... Um, really cheap bourbon. Oh, okay. It's like knockoff, really cheap, like Jack Daniels. <laughs> and one we'll, night we'll I talk remember about knockoffs in a second. So. Um, one night we were going to my buddy's house and we showed up at the wrong place and nobody was there. And we flipped a coin, and he drank an entire water bottle, chugged an entire water bottle full of it. Holy crap. He got choked out that night twice. Yeah. And it was hilarious. No, he was just being a dick. Yeah. And he kept flipping off my buddy's hat. Mm. He's like, do it one more time. And this dude was like a state champion wrestler. He's like, do it one more time. I'm going to choke you out, put you to sleep. And he did. Yeah. And he got put to sleep. God. I respect the hell out of guys who are like, I'm going to beat you if you do that. And then they just like, well, he was sober. Beat your he ass. showed up sober and was just there. He's like, if anybody needs to ride home, like I'm here, I'll, I'll drive you home. Yeah. Um, you can just give me a five or whatever, like a, a couple yeah. bucks later or whatever. What, or, a, what a gentleman. He's not 21. So he's like, just buy me beer or something. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, he choked him out for sure. And it was funny. What were you going to say about knockoffs though? So my dad is a big rum guy. So I tried his whole shelf full of rum. So like, Kraken, which is delicious, but it's like you sweet packaging too. That bottle's oh awesome. Oh my god, that's my favorite part about rum is the packaging. Sailor Jerry's, which is his favorite. Yeah. I don't the Kraken and Sailors. They taste good on their own, but I don't really drink rum alone. Yeah, and I don't want to mix that stuff because it's way too expensive. Mm-hmm. But like Captain Morgan is my favorite booze. But I no, I know I'm such a trash person. It's my favorite booze. I call, it, I call it pirate water or pirate juice. Me and my dad. That's funny. That's awesome yeah. though. So it's like, yeah, no, so. uh I ran out of pirate juice, and uh, I was I was at it was my grandpa. My grandpa loves uh, rum too. Mm-hmm. It's like a family thing. I think yeah. it's like if you're a McGoldrick man, you like rum. Mm-hmm. So he, he we were I was down in it, oh, during the summer. I visited, and he he's like, "You want a drink?" Because he bought me a bunch of beers and other stuff like that to, yeah. to to try. And I was like, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have a drink." So he made me a rum and coke. It's like this is the best rum and coke I've ever had. What did you do to this? In the same exact proportions that I do my rum and cokes, he poured. It's called Admiral Nelson's. It's like I've someone whitewashed Captain Morgan. Mm-hmm. It is like half the price for the same volume, at, and you can get it at Walmart. It's the tastiest mixer rum I've ever had because I know at the bars they always mix in white rum, which is garbage. Mm-hmm. But like, it's this delicious spiced rum, <laughs> and it's so trashy. They rip off everything from the Captain Morgan label except for the knee raise, but it's like a white dude in a blue coat. Other than a red coat. If you ever see Admiral Nelson's, pick it up, give it a try. And get some Coke with it. Dude, favorite drink by far. Rum and Coke? Yeah. Really? It's the worst to get at a bar, but if I'm like, if I know I don't keep soda in the house, but if I have like a random soda, like I have a Coke right now because Cordell's mom is is an angel and she was like shoving things into our hands as we left. So we got like a water bottle or like a bottle of water, a, a Coke and a ton of homemade muffins. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like walking back to the car. I was like, I know what this Coke is going towards. Cordell knew too, action. didn't he? No, no. Does Cordell I, not drink? Not really. Okay, I could see he's that. He's not a big party guy. I could see that. Told, yeah. Well, I don't think you need a party to drink. No, yeah. I, mean, I think it's definitely okay. I don't like okay partying to... without drinking because I'm socially inept. It probably <laughs> opens you up a little bit more, makes you more. It just makes me louder, and I have less of a filter, which is pretty dangerous sometimes. Yeah. I'll tell you a story off air that's pretty raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can't wait for it. Yeah. Um, we've definitely come off the beaten path. 
Yeah, how we get from Kanye to horrible alcohol <laughs> to, to alcohol stories. Literally, we haven't even we haven't touched any of the other things that I have written here. All right, you can go ahead. But and it's touch been on them, boy. it's been fun. Oh, are we wrapping? No, up? no, we're not. We'll. Oh. I like to keep it at least under an hour and a half. Okay. Because okay. after an, after like an hour fifteen, really, you lose a lot of listeners. I love a good three hour podcast. Though. Yeah, but I don't want to do no, a three yeah. hour until no, I have video. No, no. Absolutely not. Video would definitely like if when I get video and I can put them up on YouTube. Yeah. A three-hour podcast is a different animal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because then they can happen. You can see how red my face is from (laughs) (laughs) just laughing like an idiot. And how red we are because it's kind of hot in here right now. It's not. It's stuffy. I've I've rolled and unrolled my sleeves like three or four times now. But there were a couple things I definitely wanted to bring up. Most of the – a lot of the stuff you didn't – you hadn't uh, really touched on yet. But uh, my buddy Donovan over here is accompanying me to the Action Bronson show in Lawrence, Kansas on October 24th. If you're going to go, buy your tickets now because it is a KU event. Therefore, the student tickets are like dirt cheap and they will go fast. But um, I believe my girlfriend's going to be coming with us. Nice. If if she doesn't have sophomore reviews. Hmm. And then you'll get to meet my buddy Tyler, who's been on my podcast twice now. One of my best friends. Very, very intelligible about music. Like, cool. Like, that he like... He'll find a band. He'll Wikipedia like. <laughs> he'll learn about him for like yeah. days and days and days, and then just send me a whole bunch of songs. That's how I find a lot of my music is through him. He got me into the Grateful Dead recently, and I'm very thankful for that because I love their music now. Very nice. But um, are you excited? Yeah, opportunity be knocking. I'm about to let the mother in. <laughs> no, I'm not a huge action fan, but this is going to be like my first ever rap concert. Oh, you've I'm, never been to a rap show? No. Because I'm an animal, I, I don't keep up with concerts. I don't. I never know who's in town and when until it's way too late. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's and I n- I've never been a big concert guy. I've never been. I'm interested. so happy to be able to accompany you on Dude, your I'm first so rap excited. show. My first rap show was J Cole in 2014. Oh, it was a good show. Yeah, I was about to say that'd be a good show. Yeah, he's not my favorite anymore, but yeah. at that time he really was. He was like, yeah. and it was it was really fun. It was in a tiny place. It was before he started doing stadiums. Hmm. But since then, I've been to, uh, I can't count them, like yeah. so many rap shows. This one, though, is a good one because it, it'll be pretty laid back. I have a buddy who saw him, which I think he's one of the show, too. He saw Action Bronson in Milwaukee with Trash Talk hmm. on the Blue Chip 7000 tour. Yeah. And said it's just a laid back hot box, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to suck to come home and smell like pot but i mean i smell like pot handling everybody's cameras here anyways so yeah clean up your act you see him yeah geez louise but geez yeah louise uh he said that he's a really good performer a lot of fun i'm really hoping mayhem loren is there and uh, i'm really hoping the alchemist is there yeah that'd be cool i love the alchemist mayhem the he's alchemist awesome. is a legend it, also if big body best isn't there just yelling things i'll be kind of disappointed yeah no i, I really want to see all of them May, Loren makes every one of those awful Vice Munchie videos that they're all in. He kills me. And watching you him make sure like, I like him, but they're just so like it's just Action Bronson being an idiot in public and just like making strangers and even people he knows feel uncomfortable. And it's so beautiful. Like I enjoy watching it. Yeah. I think that everything it's quality stuff. Yeah. I'm just saying it's like if this giant dude came With at me that I beard. talked to like maybe three like the last time I saw him was like three years ago and he's shoving cameras in my face, be like like yelling and just yeah. saying like oh fuck oh fuck it's so good oh yeah. and I'm like and then just lighting up the biggest blunt I've ever seen yeah. in my in my storefront I'm like yeah yeah it's funny how people react to him but yeah mayhem I have his best. cookbook I thought about getting it but I didn't I have, have the, the, the the I think it was like forty bucks I didn't have the forty bucks really I, I don't know my, it was at Barnes and Nobles pretty, or something I got mine pretty cheap I don't know I didn't I have bought the pre, I bought the pre sale though oh okay so it was like cheaper no 
but I'm excited for the concert because I've been waiting to see him since like 2012. Really? Yes. He wasn't on my radar until probably early 2017. Really? Yeah. So like Mr. Wonderful kind of got you introduced? I mean, kind of. I really was more. I was actually those Munchies videos. Okay. Where he so you found mind. him through his his cooking yeah. show. And then and stuff. Spotify at about the same time was like, hey, maybe you'll like this. Hey, maybe you'll like this. Yeah, I found him. Blue Chips One released in 2011. I found him the next year when Blue Chips Two and Rare Chandeliers came out. Hmm. And it was through my cousin. He showed me. He's he's the one who got me introduced into rap music when I was in middle school. Yeah. So I found him and was like, this dude's sick. Yeah, and then I saw what he looked like, and I was like, "Dude, he's really <laughs> sick." And I've just been a fan ever since. He has a contagious personality, I think. Yeah, that's very like fun. His raps are fun. Yeah. They're not so serious all the time. They're like, he raps literally about like making chicken parmesan and yeah. doing this, and I think that's super cool. Or just like a breakup song where he's just like, "Why are you a bitch?" Yeah, that's so funny to me. It's because so that's blunt. how you feel. That's how you yeah, feel. He's not dancing around. He's like, "Why are you such a bitch?" I yeah. do all these things for you. Why yeah. do you fucking suck? And I don't yeah. like. I don't like bitch as a derogatory term terms women. I'm just using his own terms. Yeah. It's a song. Like, why are you a bitch? Yeah. And then and then Chance comes in again, an amazing feature. It is a great feature. And he's just like, I hate you. Well, you know what? I hope you're doing all right. Yeah. And that's such a great that's such clever song. Yeah. I love that. And I think a lot of Action Bronson songs are super like super clever, like quirky yeah. s- songwriting. Yeah. I love it. I think it, I think it's incredible. He's a weird dude. He's super creative. He is. I get the feeling that he's just like have secret you, do you, genius. Do you have Instagram? I don't. You need to follow him because he's been posting all of his paintings. He's been painting oh, lately. Oh no. His new his <laughs> his new album White Bronco. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have a release date yet. What a name. Did you listen to the lead single? Lead single. Uh, I'll do that on my way home today. It's really good. Super super stripped back. It's really like super jazzy beat. It's really mm. cool. It's, it's good. Yeah. He said the video is coming out soon. And then he released the official artwork. That's one of his paintings for the album, which I'm. It's it's pretty cool. I'll show you it when we get done here. Sweet. So we're doing that. Um, and then I guess we'll kind of we'll kind of start to wrap it up here. Okay. But I wanted to ask you, why the Led Zeppelin hate? Because you know this is coming. Because they suck. They don't though. Okay. No, me and Donovan have had this discussion before, and it's been it was it was warfare for a minute. But explain yourself. Okay, so like rum, Led Zeppelin is a family thing. Okay. My grandfather, yes, even my grandfather. My grandfather, Doesn't my like father, them. his brothers, huge Led Zeppelin fans. Oh, they love them. Huge. Okay. Huge Led Zeppelin so fans. So they know what's up. It skipped my generation. I don't know what it is about. Well, I do know what it is. It's like I will not, I, I can't say that any of them except for obviously the lead singer, are bad at what they do. I think you can't like you can't argue with Jimmy Page's guitar. You can't uh, argue with John Bonham, right? You can't argue with John Bonham's drumming. You can't and John argue, Paul Jones' bass, dude. Yeah, He's you amazing. can't argue with any of that. Yeah. You can argue with how they write some of their songs. They you, steal they've stolen a couple songs and I'll I don't I'll even say care that. about that necessarily, but it's like some of the some of the riffs are so unattractive to me. Really? <laughs> It just sounds like accidental and haphazard, and that's why I really hate the vocals. I hate the vocals on almost See, every single one of their songs. I love Robert Plant's vocals. Sometimes he gives it a nice power to it, like, um, "Oh, baby, I'm gonna, are you, I'm gonna leave you yeah. or whatever." 
that's okay. I'll add that to the list. I think it's like five songs now that I will say are excellent. Like they're. I can't quit you, babe. Is my favorite yeah. off of Led Zeppelin One. It's a cover of an old '30s blues song. Yeah, and I love it. Yeah, okay. Like there are just certain there yeah. are certain songs that I think should be erased from history, but that's not one of them. But like when he's just like crooning when he's crooning he's fine where he's like it sounds tortured it sounds pain where he's like mm, baby yeah that's great i like that a lot yeah but then some songs he's just screaming and i'm like i'm not against screaming so like in the music. immigrant song that is screaming with purpose just sometimes it just sounds like he's just like doing this vocal screeching that I get it stylistically. It's better than just going with like something simple yeah. or something that everyone else would go through. Like I will never deny that they are creative. I'll never deny that they're influential. Mm-hmm. I'll never deny that three fourths of the band is insanely talented. But it's really just Robert Plant. Yeah, he kills the whole band for me. And there are some songs that I think are just awful, like the. Okay. Hate that song. Yeah. That's one of those songs that I wish I could go back in time and, and erase. erase. It. Okay. I hate that song. I brought this up to my to my buddy Tyler and Sutter. Both of them, I think, are going to be going to Action Bronson with us. Okay. Um, Sutter definitely agreed with your Robert Plant. He's like he loves Led Zeppelin, but he's like Robert Plant can get very overbearing at times. Yeah. And Tyler was like, eh, kind of, I guess. But Tyler loves like loves them. Yeah. Um, and then we had this discussion. I wanted to bring this up too, because. They had very distinctive answers to both of these. I'm going to ask you two of them. Okay. Um, one of them was, who's the greatest American solo artist of all time? Oh, Jesus. And we all three agreed on this one. And we said Bob Dylan. I mean, I'm not a huge Bob Dylan fan, but he is obviously, he's got to be at least. But then yeah. I also thought, what about Elvis? I Although mean, he didn't like fuck r- Elvis, I'm sorry. Uh, no you, offense you don't like to Elvis, Elvis fans. Fuck Elvis. I just don't like what he did. He's, okay. He he's such a fucking scumbag. He is kind of scummy. What he did. Yeah, I can I can definitely agree with that. I don't get his appeal. I don't get I. It's sometimes when we go back and look at like what was scandalous and salacious mm-hmm. in the past, I'm like there's no fucking way that many people were that mad at the dude moving his hips. Like yeah. how was that such a sensation? Yeah. But then like Little Richard so- like singing about. Literally fucking. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. There's a lot of things about Elvis that I just, every time I hit that in a music history class or every time I'm watching a music talk and they're like, and then Elvis changed the world. I'm like, come on, man. He just stole a bunch of songs. He really did see a lot of songs. His gospel stuff is amazing, though. He was just like, he was just a white face that made all of this black music acceptable. I can, I definitely agree. So much. Another one that I threw up there was Prince. I would honestly say that I like Prince way more than Bob Dylan, but Prince just—I think Bob Dylan and Prince are like one and two for me. me. Yeah, because they're both incredible. Yeah, yeah. Songwriters, guitarists—it's really hard to argue. Like, yeah, like not a big Bob Dylan guy, but I—you can't—you can't deny what he did. You can't—he's undeniable. Like I'm saying, like Led Zeppelin is undeniable, but I can still not care for them very much. Yeah, I definitely feel you there. And then we said, what's the greatest? Um, American band of all time, and I said we all agreed. The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> we all agreed on the Grateful Dead. I mean, because they've literally toured more than in, like any band ever. I would say it's Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. <laughs> <laughs> we both literally we both, both fucking hate <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> my dad hates that I hate I, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, my dad too. 
my dad loves Bruce Springsteen. I'm like, it sounds like he's in pain to sing. Dude, and his songs are so schlocky and not in a good way. It's like, put me in, coach. It's like, this is so dad music. And I'm not even against dad rock. Yeah. It's so dad rock. <laughs> yeah. It's so disgustingly dad rock. Yeah. It's like, I kn- you know exactly who you're appealing to. Yes. It's like, you don't want to see like panties up on stage. You want to see like flannel shirts and tool belts flowing <laughs> at you on the stage because that's your that's your bread yeah, and butter is a yeah. bunch of sad old dudes who want to be like, I uh, coach could have put me in. I'd be I wouldn't be working in this hardware store. Yeah. No offense to hardware store workers. Big ups to Home Depot. But <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's but like, we said Grateful Dead. I said the Eagles are number two, and I know you don't like the Eagles either. We're not, we won't even get into it. Yeah, we'll just skip over that. Um, one. I said Kiss was up there. I would say if you're going for iconic, Kiss obviously has to be. They're the, super one of iconic. The most iconic. Neither of my friends of agreed with me though. I don't like Kiss at all, but they are one of the most. No, iconic my, no, bands. they agreed with me. My, my dad didn't agree with me. Oh, their number three was uh, Leonard Skinner. Yeah. No, I mean these guys that just have these monolithic back catalogs of music but and like ton of hits. Skinner's had some really bad albums. Yeah, well, Skinner is just garbage, but. <laughs> Dude, I'm making you so sad right now. You don't like Skinner either? No. Dude, uh, you're I, killing me. Another one of the songs I wish I could go back in time and erase? Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, my God. In a heartbeat. That's not their best song at all either. No, I know. But, like, anybody from the Midwest, even the Midwest, which makes no sense to me because it's a song about the South, even people in the Midwest who've never lived there get so proud about that song. Yeah, like, I'm This not is proud my jam, Sweet Home Alabama. It's like, you're from Michigan. What are you talking Free about? Freebird's the go. Fucking psycho. It's fine. Freebird's amazing. I, I would honestly put Freebird and Immigrant Song on the same level of it's like everybody agrees that those songs are great. Yeah. There's really nothing left to say about either of those fucking songs. Oh, another one of my um, top American artists of all time was Steve Ray Vaughn. And that's biased because he's, one, he's my favorite of all yeah. time. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, you can't deny him. And his guitar playing was. Yeah. Oh, solo artist. Freaking Jimi Hendrix. What the hell am I thinking? Yeah, that's he's true. up there. He's literally without him, music wouldn't be what it is. But I would say I like him better when he is Jimi Hendrix in the experience. Well, yeah, I like him. I like yeah. I like having the two British dudes. That's why you know I never think of it as an American band. It's like the, the two British dudes there, you know, going wild. It's a good take on it, though. Yeah, that's really good. Um, yeah, then the, we also had the conversation. Um, even if the Beatles wouldn't have been the Beatles, there would have been another band that would have been done exactly what they did. Oh, so you're into that theory of time travel? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the fixed point. Never mind. I love time travel. So it's just like if some if blah didn't happen, something else that's basically the exact same thing would have happened or it would have happened anyway. No, yeah. Yeah, they, I think I They definitely have that feel. It's like It's just I, it's, I don't know that they was, were as manufactured. It was the OG pop music. Yeah. And that's what blew my mind as a kid where I was like, "Man, I hate Justin Bieber, blah blah blah." And then I was like, someone hipped me to like, "You know the Beatles were Justin Bieber for your grandma and grandpa, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." hold up, what? And then I went back and listened in chronological order a bunch of their hits. I was like, oh, yeah, it went from I want to hold your hand to, like, the walrus. So it's like they went from something so banal, boring, and generic, easily consumable to something that, well, I personally am not a huge fan of. It's super creative. It's got insane songwriting. It's like, yeah. No, so I've definitely changed the way I've thought about the Beatles. Still not a big Beatles fan or a Stones fan. That's another hot take. That I'm definitely more of a Beatles fan than a Stones fan. I've never really been into the Stones. My dad loves the Stones. I've listened to a you ton like of the their Who songs. then? Uh, the Who are okay. See, I'm I'm indifferent about Apparently, the Who. Apparently, there's like this whole thing where it's like a lot of people who like music from that era and like are really into it don't say Stones or Beatles; they say Kinks or Zombies. 
That's and that's a hard one. That's a really hard I one. I like the Kinks a lot. I'd say the, the Kinks have some fantastic songs too. Yeah, they're both amazing. Yeah, but if I'm going best British band, my fa- I'm indifferent to this too because they're my they're like my favorite band too. The Black Sabbath. I mean, that's I think that's interesting. I, love I don't know that Black a lot Sabbath. of people like. I don't know that a lot of people would ever like say that they're specifically an English band because I don't think that they have a national identity. I'm mm-hmm. not too familiar with them, honestly. But no, yeah, I could definitely see that. I think that they're so good. Yeah. Until I'm not a big fan of the Tony Iommi um, yeah. albums, but with with Ozzy, they made some of the greatest songs of all time. I mean, yeah, no, it's it and I had could consistently never argue that. great albums. Like, yeah. I don't know, um, greatest Australian band of all time. Men at Work. No, I don't know. ACDC, <laughs> because <laughs> that's like the only one. ACDC sucks. Toto. Obviously, it's Toto. Fuck Toto, dude. <laughs> I hate Africa. That is not the not not for the a, continent. For a meme song? But that song sucks. For, as a meme song, it's better than Smash. Yeah. It's better than All Star. As a meme song. Still I'm sucks. so sick of hearing All Star. I also hate Don't Stop Believing. I uh, hate that song. Not only do I hate that song, I hate Journey. <gasps> That's okay. Yeah, Journey sucks. I also hate Rush. Oh, me too, and that's such yes. a weird thing that no one talks about. They're like, "No, me, Tyler, and Setter all hate Rush." You know what's funny? I Rush was on my radar, but just barely. And it wasn't until I read Ready Player One, where it's basically just like a whole chapter devoted to jerking off about Rush. And I was like, "Okay, this sounds awesome. I'm gonna go listen to this." And I like got through half the like twenty one, mm-hmm. twelve, whatever album that is. Yeah, hated it. Could not listen to it. Cannot listen to Rush. And it makes me no. so sad that I don't get any of the Judd Apatow jokes about how sweet Rush is. I don't like, care, though. Yeah. I literally can't do it. No, Rush is terrible. Yeah. But I'll, this has been a hot take that I didn't know was a hot take. Foreigner fucking slaps. Foreigner's Foreigner awesome. slaps, that's for sure. Oh, thank you. Oh, another fist bump. There have been three within this last 10-minute span. For, oh, Foreigner's my great. My dad hates Foreigner. Really? Dude. My mom. I think they're so good. I discovered them. I didn't even know they did half the songs they did. My mom had their best of album on. Uh, Is that the one that looks like vinyl. a? Uh, it's a jukebox, like one of those countertop jukeboxes. Yeah, I have that, you that find. one. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. I have that one. Yeah, it was that, and that's how I discovered Axis Bold of Love too. My mom. My, Your say mom what you, has Axis Bold as Love. Original print, like yeah. Say what you want about my mom. Donovan's mom hit me up. I will buy it from you. She's. I, she might be dead. I don't know. Um. <laughs> It's not a joke. It's, I'm not being a dick. I'm oh, not trying no, to I be. Feel, no, I feel really bad. No, don't. Don't. Okay. Don't. She's a bad lady. Okay. No, she has one of the greatest record collections of all time. But yeah, that's how I discovered a ton of music. And um, now I listened to all those and was like, they do Cold as Ice. Wait, hold on. They do. Jukebox. Uh, I didn't even know I liked that song that until I listened so to it. so fire. Dude, that song gets me hype. Even Dirty White Boy is his, like. His not voice that bad. is just. The least his voice is just smooth. And I don't the even guitar, know his name. Uh, I honestly can't remember at the moment either. I know it, but I don't smooth know. Smooth voice, though. His voice is incredible. The guitar, the texture, the tone of the guitar mm-hmm. is so spot on in every song. It totally tickles that sweet spot. It's just pleasing to listen to. Yeah. It's like fun, too. Yeah. It's not like super serious all the time. No. I like, th- yeah. That. Yeah. I like your take. I like that <laughs> take. Why do people don't, why don't, why's the reason for people not like foreign? My dad just, 
he's the same reason that I don't like Led Zeppelin. Like, it's just aesthetics things. It's just like he just makes fun of, he make oddly enough, the lead singer, and he thinks some of the songs are bad. But I've heard, like, comedians pick apart, like, Cold as Ice, where it's like he's so self-entitled or whatever. It's like, that's the point. It's a petty song about being a little bitch. Like, Can I bring up another hot take? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guns N' Roses is highly overrated. The highly, the most overrated American band of all time. My dad loves them. I, I did see them in concert. I do like like them, but I think they're super overrated. Actually, I lied. I'm going to say that they're tied with Van Halen for most overrated bands of all time. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say there because I do love Van Halen. Cannot. Except for I cannot hate. Cannot listen. I, yeah, there's a few songs that I absolutely hate, but they're really good. They were sick live, too. They have some songs that are fun, just like Guns N' Roses has some songs. Paradise City, terrible, terrible group, still a fun song to listen to. I mean, what? fuck, what's the Van Halen song? They have a couple that are just, like, fine. But it's just really, I, did, I never got the hype growing up. Like, when I got into guitar, it was like, like, yeah, you know any Van Halen? I was like, fuck no. I don't like that shit. What what were you playing on guitar? White Stripes. That's the only reason I got into guitar was Jack White. That's honestly. commendable, though. And I learned like three or four of his songs. That's super commendable. And then I got busy with other stuff. The White Stripes were my favorite band growing up. Okay. So basically my iPod was Metallica, the White Stripes, and the Gorillas and Beastie Boys. But only like Minus the, the Gorillas. Stuff. We'll get another knuckle bump. I'm not a big Gorillas fan. I used to be, but I've heard so many of their early songs, which I would, I mean, after... Plastic Beach is where they just died. Yeah. I mean, they were just awful after that. I haven't, they haven't made a single song that I've genuinely liked after that. But we listen to the, those albums. I mean, it's all we do is listen to music in my dad's truck. It's like I listen to those albums so many times that I just can't listen to them anymore. Same with the White Stripes. Sometimes yeah. a song that I really, really love to theirs comes on and I listen to it. But My iPod when I was in middle school or when I was growing up was definitely Metallica. Yeah. Some Slipknot. Mm-hmm. I was like a headbanger back in the day for some reason. Yeah, I was really into not not like heavy metal, but I was into like the the thrash metal kind of stuff. Thrash metal is still my favorite. I love it's that. It's the shit. best kind of metal in my opinion. Have you listened to Power Trip before? No. You're gonna have to. I will. Oh, I was big into Pantera. Yeah, I thought love Pantera was pretty Pantera. dope. Um, I had some Slayer. Mm-hmm. Slayer was an acquired taste for me. Slayer was okay. My dad's seen them live, and I've, I'm very jealous. He said it was the loudest experience of his life. Yeah. Um. I listened to quite a bit of Motorhead as a kid. Oh, I loved Motorhead growing up. They're sick. For the same reason that I liked ACDC growing up. But until then I, I had, got hyped to the truth. But then I had, like, Michael Jackson. My dad has always loved the Bee Gees, so I, like, listen to the Bee Gees all the time. See. My dad's music, okay, my dad, like, loves dad rock, but then he loves, like, disco. He loves old soul music. Yeah. He loves, um, he was the first person at Harrisonville High School to own License to Ill. Really? Which I thought was sick. Yeah. Um, he likes, like, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg because, like, every dad yeah. likes Dr. Dre and every Snoop Dogg. Every dad loves that. Um, but, yeah, he, like, got me into disco, which is something, like, my grandma loves disco. I was going to say, my, my grandma my was grandparents the one that were got hippies. me into disco. My grandparents were hippies. Oh, mine were not. My grandpa was in the military. They were very Well, like, my grandpa was strict. in the military, it's which is weird. Very strict Irish Catholic. My grandparents, okay, my grandparents are Democrats. They're, like, super liberal mine Democrats. Mine are Republican as hell. But... My grandpa was in the military, but was a hippie. Yeah. But he introduced me into like old, like 50s to 70s country, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love now. Like, yeah. love it. Dude, that's the most, I think that's one of the most underrated like music things now. I think music. it totally died out. When, you like, ever listen to Marty Robbins? Yeah. Gunfighter yeah. ballads and trail songs? Yeah. 
Incredible. I own two copies on vinyl, mm-hmm. and it might be my favorite album of all time. Dude, totally. I think after like the Tim McGraw era hit, that that's <clears throat> where everyone our age kind of jumped onto the country boat and started <clears throat> yeah, writing trash. that. They, there is, I mean, I don't like to be that guy because I sound no, like a hip hop old head. No, it's bad. There's though. no respect for unless it's the Merle Haggard's, the Willie Nelsons. There's, but there's a the deeper cut. There's dudes. four. There's four artists right now that stand out to me as honoring the past, yeah. and that's Sturgill Simpson. Yep, my dad loves him. Tyler Childers, who is Sturgill Simpson's prodigy. Yeah, definitely listen to him. Great songwriter. He's got more of the folk sound though. Yeah. Um, Chris Stapleton, I think, is fantastic. My dad likes him a lot. And Jason Isbell in the 400 never unit. Heard of that guy. Very good. Hmm. Very good songwriter. Yeah. My dad's addicted to Pandora, so he'll find those guys. Or he'll find someone that I recommended him three months ago, and I'll be, like, walking through the house. He's like, hold up. I showed you this Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, I got so mad at him the, the last time I was down there because I told him he – I mean, I can't remember who he was listening to, but it sounded just like Kendrick Lamar. He was just an old, you know, like kind of like – that weird transition period where yeah. like 80s to 90s rap, like yeah. that weird era. And I was like, if you like this, listen to Kendrick Lamar. And he was like, oh, okay. And then, like, and then he, I asked him in like a, uh, a month later, I was like, yeah, you listen to any Kendrick? Because we talk about music. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I really haven't. And then the last time I was down there, he was Dan was playing and he was like, like he was like feeling it. Mm-hmm. I was like, dad, this is Kendrick Lamar. He's like, oh, really? I, I had no idea. So I've been listening to this all day. And I'm like, God dang, come on, listen to me. To, to Pimp a Butterfly is one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time. Yeah, but Easily. I will say it's really hard for me to listen to. Why? I. It's one of those albums that I have to listen to all the way through. The, it's agree. The, the, you have to listen to it in order all the way through. The sum is greater than all of the parts. I don't think there's I, a single song that I really like listening to without the two, like the song that comes before it and the song that comes the after it. The only one I can think of is All Right. That's a we going be city. all right. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Let's hold up. I promise you. Hold up. Hold up. I can guarantee you that right now. It was on Tip and Butterfly. No, there's no way. I promise. I don't think it was. No, I I 100. I would throw money on it right Come now. Come on, Spotify. I would throw money on I'm it right be so now. Embarrassed. Pull up to Pimp and Butterfly. It's gonna be on there. It's track 15, I think. It is. And Why yes. did I think it was on? Oh, because I listened to Good Kid, Mad City, and it had um, the pool full of liquor. Like uh, it had all of pools. those those hit. Swing like, pools is overrated. Those songs I had no idea were, were him. Yeah, no, I guess. Best song on Good Kid, Mad City is Master Splinter, aka Shireen. Uh And then. Hi, I think we're going over our time. Yeah, we are. Oh um, damn. Yeah. So, sorry about this, but we got <laughs> we got to cut off the conversation. We're too charismatic. Yes. Um. I'm going to do, I usually do a little shameless plug at the end. I plug my Twitter and things, but you're not very active on social media. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, but don't go there. <laughs> Anyways, Twitter and Instagram at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. Um, you have anything you're working on right now you want to plug? I mean. Music video? Be on the lookout for Biscuits and Gravy. Music bands. video. And yeah, the music video will be dropping on their channel probably by the end of the year. So. Um. As always, thank you for listening. It was a really fun, Donovan. Thank you for being on. Yeah, this was fantastic. You will definitely be on again because this was be. this was very good. We didn't even get a quarter of the way through your list. So. Yeah, we we definitely have have things to to talk about still. But uh, thank you for being on. Yeah, thanks for and having me. thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to like and uh, repost because that helps me reach a wider audience. Wider audience. Yeah. And thank you guys. And don't forget to keep a clean track record. <laughs>